1: The following podcast is a
0: Dear Media production. Okay, let's talk dating, specifically dating on match. American singles have spoken, and being emotionally mature is in, being hot is out. No, I'm just kidding. You could still be hot, but you got to be emotionally mature. You got to be ready for commitment. It's not cute to be playing games anymore and just basing all your luck with the men or the ladies on. Looks okay. So, Match does an annual survey of singles in America and found that for the first time in more than a decade, emotional maturity ranks higher than physically attractive on singles' priority lists. In fact, pre pandemic, being attractive was at number one, and now it's all the way down at number eight. Emotionally mature adults are the new sexy because I really believe that there is nothing hotter than dating someone that starts their day before 11 a.m. that is open and loves to communicate that thinks running errands together counts as a date and loves to watch my favorite reality TV shows with me. Okay, that was me pretending that I'm single for a hot minute because this sounded way too exciting (laughs) that I'm kind of upset. No, I'm just kidding. i love my husband, but God knows that I did choose. I did choose the emotional mature husband. Okay. So if you guys are ready for something more and you know what you want and you're not afraid to say it, download match. And now messaging your top matches is free. everybody. I'm so excited for today's guest. You know, I'm obsessed with Summer House and this season's edition was one of my faves. Maya, welcome
1: to the show. Don't be too hard on me, okay?
0: <laughs> Am I ever hard on anybody? You're,
1: <laughs> no. And especially Honestly, you. No.
0: And especially you, I'm thinking like you came on this season. Did anybody have anything
1: not nice to say about you? Oh my God. A, people are like, this girl does not stop crying.
0: <laughs> she's emotional. She's an emotional one
1: which is like not necessarily a representation of like who i am as a person but in the series absolutely i cried pretty much every episode and then my favorite comment so far has been i have the personality of a chewed piece of gum <laughs> and like why did they say chewed you know what i mean like does that mean i have less personality than like an unchewed piece yeah, of gum they
0: just want to make that it means? sound i mean that's that one I do it I do I love how you can appreciate that because I I think that like people that are just mean, I obviously we don't yeah. enjoy. But I feel like if it's like funny, like I'll always remember one person that said she sounds like somebody who peaked in high school or like something <laughs> like that. I'm always like, Do you wanna see what I look yeah, like what I look like in high school? Like like I, I wasn't peaking, babe. I'm peeking now. Okay. <laughs> but chewed piece of gum, it's like wasn't enough to say gum. It's chewed. But
1: also like, is it juicy fruit? <laughs> is it orbit? Because like that does make a difference. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I
0: well, you know what? At least you can laugh about it. But I'm, I'm going to tell you on my end. And I'm, you know, in that world is that I think everyone loves you. I, you know, I,
1: mean, I hope so. I'm just being me. That's all, and that's
0: all they're going to get. And I think the vibe that you bring is like not what you, we're used to seeing on reality TV because you didn't yeah. come for drama. You didn't come to hook up. Didn't seem like you came to hook up. Like, so can you tell us, you know, whatever you can about like how you came on the show? You were presented as like Paige's friend. Are you really friends with Paige? Did she really bring you on the show?
1: Yes, but very like loose friendship to begin with. So Mm -hmm. we had met very briefly and she suggested that I come on the show. I had never even heard of Summer House. So I figured going on this show that since I watch so much Bravo and because I didn't watch Summer House, it must not be like, Big, big show. And
0: mm-hmm. therefore,
1: like, I could kind of do it under the radar. No
0: and one would I, know. No one would know. Oh my God. There's <laughs> that TikTok, right? No one's going to know. No one's yeah, going to no know. One's gonna They're know.
1: Gonna know. <laughs> it was like the complete opposite of that. The first day we got there, we went to Southampton Social and we were like, not me. And no one cared about me, but like the cast was mauled. Oh. And I was like, oh shit, I, I made a mistake. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this going to be my life? But yeah, Paige brought me on. And it's weird because I feel like they don't even show a lot of our relationship. Right. In, they don't. The they don't. They don't. They don't. People are like, is she actually friends? With right. Me? Yeah. Yes. I am. So they <laughs>
0: don't show. They we. I think we've noticed that you and Sierra legit became besties, right? You're like besties now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's like a sister.
0: Oh, my God. That's so cute. At the beginning, we saw you come in. We saw that you were struggling a little bit. And you mm-hmm. even expressed it, which is so like emotionally mature of you. You know, not everybody does that. Other people would choose to, I don't know, maybe get drunk and angry. Or well,
1: something. production kept being like, you have a resting bitch face. Like, if you don't explain this. Yeah. You're just going to look like a bitch. Right. It's <laughs> like, I can't fix my face. So I have to talk about it. It's like, I, I have no poker face whatsoever.
0: And you did. And you even brought up like, I mean, we're getting right into it. But the fact that you expressed like how you're feeling with the house in general, that you're feeling a little left out. It's hard to, I mean, imagine everybody. It's hard to fit in with a group in general, like you're brought Mm -hmm. into a group. Imagine that on like television and imagine that with everything else that you were kind of explaining to the cast, like race wise, that Sierra cried and both of you had such a moment and the whole cast cried and it was so beautiful to watch. And I think it was so important for reality television and Bravo and the show. I don't think we've ever seen anybody come in be so honest the way you are
1: yeah I mean I've always been told that I'm brutally honest so it's not always the best thing but like I will absolutely tell you my opinion at all times whether it's something that you necessarily want to hear or not so I just honestly I had to do it because otherwise it would be like a drunken blow up like I feel left out yeah let's just handle this the right way did I take a shot before that conversation yes
0: because what did it, it seemed like on the show, what triggered you was uh, Andrea. Was it really Andrea or was he kind of just like. So like
1: the like the nail in the coffin was definitely when he called me the wrong name. But what was happening before that, we'd been there in a month, about a month now. So I was, you see now I'm always in bed with Sierra and Paige. And I'm pretty right. much always there every morning, just walk across the hall, like how's everyone doing? So I would often be in bed and he would bring up their coffees and literally be like, good morning, my little page. And like, good morning, Sierra. And then it was kind of like, oh, what's up, Maya? And I was like, dude, am I invisible? Like, I kept asking them, like, am I invisible? Does he not see me? And so, you know, four weeks of that is what really put Mm -hmm. me over the edge. And then he's like, can't even call me by my name. So I was like, that's why I was like, you're putting me in my feelings. Like, I don't know how else to look at this than as something that seems negative, or like I'm not of value. But I don't believe he's malicious in his intentions. Right. I think he was like 100% hyper focused on Paige. So truly, no one else was around. And Lexi, so like,
0: and Lexi, Fair and line. Lexi,
1: yeah. And, <laughs> and Lexi. you were Lexi, but we, but we didn't maybe... know about Lexi then, right? So we had no context for who, like, how important Lexi was. We hadn't seen yeah. the tears that we are all seeing now.
0: Right, right. I mean, I think he's crying more than you. You were saying people are saying that you're crying all the time, but I think, I mean, we love a man, a man that cries, but I think he might be crying more than you.
1: Well, yeah, definitely. Like as of the last few episodes, he's taking the crown on that one and he can have it.
0: Okay. You guys, did you all binge the latest season of love is blind in one sitting, which is way quicker than I did because I suck at binging, but I still love reality TV. Do you have a game plan for how you would win the circle? And do you love and fear Christine Quinn from Zilling Sunset? I have the show for you, you guys. There's a new show. It's called We Have the Receipts. It's a new reality TV recap podcast from Netflix and cast media that gives you an all-access pass to all things unscripted TV. It's hosted by Love is Blind alum, Lauren Speed Hamilton. We love her. Ship, Lauren and Cameron. And Chris Burns, co-host of The Bachelor. love. Chris Burns. You might know him as Fat Carrie Bradshaw on Instagram. So they're both the hoes. It's going to be amazing. Musty TV is taken to the next level through prompts, games, segments, and immersive audience engagement. Every week, Lauren and Chris binge the juiciest reality shows on Netflix and invite the most trending, entertaining cast members from each show to recap their experiences and spill the tea. So check out We Have the Receipts, a weekly reality bin show made for you. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Follow rate and review. We have the receipts on Spotify, Apple, or if you get your podcast. You could also watch the show exclusively on Tu Doom. That's T U Doom. The official companion site to Netflix. That's Netflix.com slash T U D U M. You and your ex fiance. F- it's ex fiance. Oh, well, Thank God for that. I mean, it's yeah, better no to be in Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, 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 great. Kwame, right? Yeah. So he's on another. He was on a, another reality show.
1: Yeah, he was on Top Chef as a contestant like years ago, maybe like oh. six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. But now he's really like risen to fame and is doing so well. So he has been. He was a judge all last season, and I'm pretty sure he's judging the season that's airing now.
0: And how many years were you together?
1: almost six, almost six. Actually, I don't even know anymore. Like I don't remember the timeline as much. It's either five or six. I wanted to say, I want to say we were gauged for five. So probably like around six that we were together.
0: Oh, he proposed to you a year after you were together. He
1: proposed to me six months. Oh, we didn't even like have a, we were never boyfriend and girlfriend.
0: (laughs) We were like, dating you were like Paige and Craig and then all of a sudden boyfriend girlfriend
1: exclusive talk never had that and then he started acting really weird and I didn't know what was going on and I guess he was planning some sort of engagement and I was like dude what's your deal you keep he kept leaving the room and like taking calls I was like are you cheating like what's going on just tell me like I I just want to know and he was like no I wanted to know if you'd marry me and I was like oh so yeah Six you months. said
0: yes, because you were like in love and in the moment. Of- I said
1: yes. I think if I went back, I would say yes again. Like, I don't regret it. I think that it felt right in the moment and it was right in the moment.
0: How old were you when, when you proposed? Oh,
1: God, I think I was like 23. 23? I was young. Like, I don't even think I had a full. Maybe I just had one full year out of college. And then as, we met as soon as I started culinary school, pretty much in New York City.
0: And you met, was he at that school too?
1: No, we met at a restaurant, like at random. At random? He was cooking. It was my boss at the time's restaurant. And she was like, oh, he's like, we have this guest chef, whatever. So she mentioned that he should come and like greet the table. And he did. And then he came back and he brought food, which, you know, we didn't order, but we were like, great, nice gesture but I was with two other people and he like put the food in front of me, like not in front of the table. So everyone was like, I think this is like for you. I think there's like something happening here. And then at the end of the night, he was like, I'm having another dinner tomorrow, do you wanna come? And I said, yeah, that was that
0: so it was like this, was it a huge love story or is it just now you're talking about it very like rationally? So it
1: like, doesn't. no, I, like I mean, I think it was a love story. Yeah. Like obviously we know the ending, but yeah. I think, you know, those, those moments were like beautiful in a way. Like I don't, I still look at them fondly. I don't think what, about them often though.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, you don't. Was it a mutual no. breakup of the engagement or was it? Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was time. It was oh, like, it was time. things were getting tired and the pandemic you know fucked with everybody so mm-hmm. I think we just had a casualty of the pandemic that's how I really kind of look at it yeah
0: yeah there were couples that survived I mean quarantine that's it's a lot wild. of time
1: together it is especially a in lot. like New York City apartments
0: Yup. Yup. no like outdoor <laughs> space no nothing wow
1: luckily we did have a terrace at the time so that would be like a great <laughs> escape but <Yeah. laughs> that's still not enough
0: So how long passed from like ending the engagement to going on summer house?
1: Oh, so I think we broke up in like December. So it was like six months before summer house. And
0: do you think part of the fact that you were emotional was about that? Like, were you still dealing with getting over it?
1: I truly am not a crier, but I do know when I look at Sierra in the face, like anything she does, you can see that she'll like well up really quickly. Maybe she can hold it back. But if I'm looking at her talking about something emotional, she starts feeling emotional too. And then I just lose it every time I look at her. Like, so I think that you see me crying often when she's around because there was like this deep sense of empathy that we had for one another. Mm -hmm. And so it was almost like she understood what I was going to say before I said it. And so we, we were just, you know, consistently relating to each other in a very emotional way. But No, I was not thinking at the at the very beginning, of course, like there were still like some things that were like lingering, I guess, if you will. But I wasn't that didn't make me sad. Yeah. I didn't didn't feel sad about it.
0: But for some reason, you still weren't like, you know, Lindsay vibes of like.
1: (laughs) But I'm I'm never Lindsay vibes. Yeah. Like, that's just not my style. I made a joke. Well, it really wasn't a joke at the time, but I was like to one of the producers, I was like, I don't get it. Why can't you just like drop a hot guy in for me? And they were like, have you looked at the people in this house? Like, yeah, this is a good looking cast. And I was like, oh, okay. like it's me. But yeah, no, I am not like I I can't bop around the way that Lindsay does. She's good at it.
0: Well, you weren't really bopping. Okay, so they bring this guy, Oliver, right? Danielle knows him. She introduces you. He's into you. You go on a date.
1: Which, like, apparently everyone is upset with my body language at on the date. <laughs> Why you were cold? I guess. Like, yeah. ap- everyone was like, she doesn't want to be here. There's, there's no future here.
0: It just looked like you weren't so into it. I wouldn't say, like, I think, well, now that's what I want to ask you. Like, the way you were talking about it was very as if it was a job interview. Like, no, it was yeah. cool. Yeah, I talked to him. We'll probably see each other again. Well, you we'll have probably to talk understand, again. like... <laughs>
1: I went on one date with this guy, one date. And then I come back to the house that weekend. And literally I had to have that conversation 10 times with each person in the house about how our date went. Mm. And then I'm having to answer all these questions. Am I going to see him again? Like, do you see your future with him? And I'm like, I just had like a two hour date with him. Like, I don't know. I'm processing this. Like, I can't articulate it. I don't normally like Go on a date and call my girlfriends, and I'm like, oh my god. Well, and unless like, you're
0: like really, unless you've been like, oh my god, that guy's so hot,
1: right? But it's just not my style. It's not your style. Like, Are you I not a flirty
0: like, person? Like you're not like a.
1: I'm flirty, but I'm not like. I guess I'm not. I just like hold dudes close to me until I know it's real. Like yeah. I'm like you know, like you might not see him tomorrow. So why am I going to spend this time talking about this guy? Like We don't know what's going to happen.
0: No, you're right. You're you're like more realistic.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, in comparison, we all got invested, you know, meeting Ahmed, who was seeing Lindsay at the time. And then like he very quickly was not in the picture anymore. And like, we're all like, where's Ahmed? So I was like, I don't want to have to answer those questions of where's Oliver if it comes to that.
0: Yeah. You also didn't care. They were like, is he not coming? You're like, no, I don't want going home. But I think just seeing that. I just, just saw him. You were like, we just was that not enough? Right? I mean, I think it's just you have this vibe that's like very real and very like a normal person, right? And like reality TV people are like very eccentric in a lot of different areas, and you're like a normal person, and it's weird to see that, you it's know, the
1: personality of chewed gum. <laughs>
0: no oh my god see how that's like stuck in your head now forever it's like no so i tell bad. everyone
1: that because yeah it's honestly very
0: because it's funny. funny because it's funny so there was oliver do we know are we going to see more of him can you tell us what happened with him
1: yeah you'll see more of him he is going to be my prom date so you'll see that oh cute and yeah i'm, I'm still talking to oliver now he's still around he oh, came cute. to watch what happens live with me last week so He's, he's around.
0: Okay. okay, question about Watch What Happens Live. Didn't you go to watch What Happens Live <laughs> yes. when with Luke or something? And Luke had his like, I don't yeah. know, I think he sits that way, but I think we got excited for a minute that Everyone there might be something. Everyone
1: was so excited and like it, waiting to see it happen on yeah. the screen, which it doesn't. Which it doesn't.
0: Uh, Were there no he, vibes?
1: I think Luke
0: is... I have a very soft spot for he's Luke. Hot. First of all, everyone, he's hot. As Luke fuck. is hot. Luke like, is hot. It, he's universally hot. It's one of those things that's like that is Brad true. Pitt. I think
1: that all types of people think that Luke is hot.
0: I think I he lost that. some sort of edge last season and people started not really liking him. And I think luckily personality affects hotness. But yeah. like, I think people, he lost hot points, but it's like, let's all remember he's hot.
1: He is. And I actually forgot that too, because now he's just my friend and I'm like, yeah, but he is. And I never felt real vibes. but again, like I'm a slow burner. Like I, it takes me time to figure out not only like, do I get you, but do you get me? Like I'm dry. I'm sarcastic. Like you have to understand where I'm coming from in my humor for us to even be able to have a meal. But what got cut was we went to lunch together in the city. And that was when I got to you know, get to know him a little bit better. And that piqued my interest in some ways, but I just was like, not anytime soon type of thing.
0: And now you're just friends. Yeah. Okay, you guys, spring is here. You want to throw everything out that's in your closet. You're like, who was this bee last year? Um, There's a new me and she is thriving and she wants to wear colors and florals and, and all the things. And you know what is... Great that now you have options. So let me introduce you to Newly N U U L Y, a monthly clothing rental subscription. Basically, stop feeling blah about your wardrobe and check out new clothes and check out new clothes without committing to having them in your closet forever. Isn't that a freaking vibe? So, the way a newly subscription works is you Have a choice of any six styles you want to rent each month. It's totally up to you. You have access to thousands of styles from over 300 brands, everything from party dresses to premium denim, vintage, in a range of sizes, a range of different brands that you love from Lululemon, Free People, Anthropologie. And more, they have fast and free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newley's state-of-the-art laundering facility. So nope, you don't have to worry about Laundry. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the new season. Rent that floral sweater you're dying to try but would live on the hanger half the year if you bought it. Renting through Newly means getting to wear more, sometimes thousands of dollars worth of clothing, while spending way less. Newly is designed to give you everything you need to get inspired. Check out new trends, silhouettes, and sizes without commitments. Free your closet of impulse purchases by renting instead. Newly is already at a great value at eighty-eight dollars a month for any six styles, but right now you can get twenty dollars off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code notskinny Twenty. So you go to Newly N U U L Y dot com. That's Newly with two U's, and enter the code notskinny Twenty and sign up to get twenty dollars off your first month. That's Newly N U U L Y dot com. Newly with two U's. The code is Not Skinny Twenty. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know what should be easy? Taking care of your reproductive health. You know what should be easy? Refilling your freaking prescription to birth control. Everyone is so busy today. Who has the time to like make an appointment with your gyno so that, you know, he or she could prescribe you the birth control, go to the pharmacy. Oh, it's literally giving me a headache even thinking about it. And that's where simple health comes in simple health offers an easy solution to get your birth control prescribed online by a real doctors delivered for free to your door in discreet packaging. So you don't have to waste time with appointments and waiting in pharmacy lines. They offer over a hundred different generic and name brand birth control options, including Pill, patch, and ring so you can find the right birth control for you. Most are even free with insurance, but without insurance, the prices are super affordable, starting at about seven bucks a month. So everything is done online the way, you know, us Gen Zers. No, just kidding. I'm not Gen Z, but you know what I mean? That's what we love. We love doing everything online. And they even have a patient care team that partners with you for just truly personalized care delivery is always free and they send you automatic refills. So that's one less thing to worry about. Remember, it does not replace going to your doctor's office for regular checkups. So right now, Simple Health is offering my listeners $15 off of the consultation fee. So you can try out their birth control delivery service for free. Go to Simple Health health.com and use code not skinny to try it. Was there anyone else in the house that like sparked your interest cuz like as the producer said like pretty yeah, good looking?
1: No. no, honestly no. Like like Andreas a good looking guy but he's right. almost like too pretty for me. Right. He is. And those underwear? I don't know. <laughs> and they're always <laughs> tight and like his balls were always in our face and we're oh like we God. get it like you got a big dick like we've seen it. So, yeah, no, there was just no one there immediately that I was like, oh, this could be something. But I also wasn't initially going with the idea of like hooking up. You weren't. No, I was just like, if it happens, it happens. But I was like, I'm not going to like go in day one and be like, do you want to make out?
0: Yeah, it's just such the vibe. Do you know what (laughs) I mean? I mean, all everyone's hooking up with everyone. I know. I know. So did you make out with anybody in the house? Like in one of the games? Oh, my God. I want to say the
1: only person I kissed was Lindsay. Oh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) in that game, right? Okay. speaking of Lindsay, so you saw one of her most wild summers, which I just want to say to people, I really appreciated in last week's episode that, you know, the double standard was mentioned because she was getting a lot of shit for, you know, hooking up with lots of people. And it's like, you know, Amanda was having conversation with her. People were like, oh, what's up with her? She might be feeling some type of way, which could be true for a guy or a girl. There might always be something underlying if you're behaving a certain way. But but then they were like, Luke, how many girls have you hooked up with this summer? And it's and it's very, very true. But how is that? I always think of Carl like that, that's my only thought. It's like he has witnessed <laughs> her hook up with so many people and he's been there and now but they're vice together. Versa.
1: Yeah. true. So I think that, you know, there's got to be some sort of mutual understanding that, you know, we've, we, everyone has a past. We just like for them, they've just actually seen it.
0: They've actually lived with it.
1: Yeah. I would definitely feel weird about that for sure. But yeah. I don't, it seem they seem happy. It seems like When you saw them. them
0: in the house, like as friends, were you ever like, wait, there's something no, out there. No, really? I
1: I never saw it. And I in our car ride, me and Carl talked about Lindsay for a while and he was talking about their friendship. And he told me about the finger bang. And he was like telling <laughs> and like how they're like the a, finger bang. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. In grave detail. And like also, you know, explained that they're in a great place in their friendship. And he's like happy to be there. So I I was like, great, they're good friends. And I never saw any vibes, but also. She was doing her own thing, so I think it would it would be hard to see those vibes as it was. True. At the wedding, it was very clear.
0: At the wedding, so I know we're going to see at the wedding. I think we saw some previews. And what about Paige and Craig? I loved again b- back to your honesty and like how you say what you think. When Craig was kind of in the house in fuckboy vibes for like a couple yeah. episodes, you like didn't like that. You were. And you were I loved I forget exactly what you said it was early on in the season but oh, you I was basically like,
1: he's gaslighting the shit out of you. Yeah. which he was in that moment and I like know his I think that Craig is actually harmless. I think that he has a good heart and like tries to do the right thing but he gets caught up. Mm. And so like in that moment I was just like let's just create some space here because that night in general was explosive. I honestly it could have been two episodes in itself the way that that night popped off so at that point of that it was like let's just go to bed like let's just take space yeah let's deal with this in the morning you guys can chat sober do it then like get out Craig but do you
0: think he's the one for pagey if page thinks he's the one he's
1: the one I haven't seen them together in a while oh you haven't seen them enough together like not together, because he mm. when he comes, he's usually like, you know, they're spending yeah. personal time together. Right. So I haven't seen them in a while together, but I think that it was undeniable how she felt about him this summer. Right. It was undeniable. Even, yeah. yeah. So
0: I mean, she lit she, up every time she talked about him. Right. Right. Yeah. And what about okay, so there was a huge, obviously a huge part of the season was Danielle. And Lindsay versus Sierra and the whole thing with Austin. Mm -hmm. What was your read on the Austin situation in general?
1: My read was that Austin came in and created like this mass mayhem for absolutely no reason. And then watching it back, I feel that way even more like in the kitchen scene where he's like, how do you feel knowing that I just kissed kissed Lindsay on the lips or whatever he says, like in the mouth? I'm like, he's trying to hurt her. Yeah, it, it seemed malicious or it seemed like he wanted a reaction in some ways. And I couldn't understand that. So I don't know. I, I didn't really understand what he was tra- like. I I don't know his end goal, mm-hmm. which is like inevitably confusing. Like, what right. You because want? like
0: you don't want to really be with Lindsay. You don't want to obviously be with Sierra because then you wouldn't be a dick. Like, right. are you just trying to stir shit
1: up? And like I read some of the things he wrote to Sierra and it was a very different message. And I was Mm. like, it was very clear probably by the second day he was there that these people like he's telling these two women very different things.
0: Was it hard for you, though, because you're so you said you were like you feel like a sister with Sierra, like to. To not kind of take a side and and maybe I
1: don't feel like it was a side to take. Like, Mm. I think that obviously I had so much compassion for Sierra, I think. I don't think there's any way that anybody in the house didn't understand how she felt about him. So I think in that regard, I wish that Lindsay practiced like a little bit more grace in that situation. But I, I think the side is Austin's that fault. I think it was his fault. I think that like two women that are beautiful and have a lot of things going for them should not be fighting over like that fucker.
0: I know, but it was so obvious that Sierra, like, liked him so much. And I think we yeah. all have been there. And if not, you've seen a friend there that like, she just likes the dude. There's no explanation. You can tell her chill tomorrow that he's not the, you know, the best or the hottest or whatever, but she obviously like really, really liked yeah, him. And, and it like, so you hurt. have to
1: respect that people like who they like. And yeah. so I, I figured like, to me, it was a situation that I don't know he just, he just shouldn't have done all of that. It, and you see the repercussions later, like we're still dealing with the effects of it.
0: You're still dealing with the effects of it later. Ooh. Yeah. But you didn't get in that specific fight at the dinner table when the drink was no, thrown.
1: and I was didn't glass. because to me, Sierra was handling herself initially, like her words and, you know, she was calm. She was speaking her mind. I didn't feel like, I don't feel like I need to like get involved and help my friends out in that moment. And I think that what maybe triggered me to, potentially get involved was when like Danielle started speaking on Sierra's behalf on Lindsay's behalf. Cause it's like, is this like a two against one situation? Like, what are we doing here? And so I didn't love that moment. No, I didn't get involved. It's not my fight. And I also, like I said in the episode, I was like, I don't think Lindsay's going to understand this. You said that. Yeah. 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 You're not going to get the closure you want from her. So you kind of have to like create it yourself. Yeah. I love that's why I
0: loved you on this season. Cause like you say things that make sense that really kind of I think the person that you're speaking to gets it, even if they're fucking wasted, because that makes sense. And that's what I was looking at it. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that Lindsay didn't care that Sierra was making out with Austin in Vermont. So she doesn't Mm -hmm. understand. Yeah. She like she doesn't care. She came home with another guy that night. So she's not understanding why it's a big deal if like yeah. everyone's making out with everyone and she make, made out with him run he's not that into her so and it really did even seem like on her face that she's not getting it she's not getting it yeah
1: and, and that that was very clear so it was like you're never ever gonna get what you like gonna receive what you want from her so you yeah. have to just like call it what it is and move on and like, yeah leave it alone
0: did you know that only 9% of plastic actually gets recycled no matter how much we put in our recycling bin? Is that so upsetting? Like you make an effort to recycle and only 9% actually gets recycled. At Grove Collaborative, they believe it's time to ditch single-use plastics for good. Grove carries hundreds of products aimed at replacing single use plastic around your home and your personal care routine. And by 2025, Grove will be 100% plastic free. Grove has concentrated cleaners and refillable glass bottles, and they're friendlier to the planet and twice as effective as the leading natural brands. Switch to sustainable products for every room in your home, from laundry care to hand soaps and more. I am so excited to get my Grove Co. multi-purpose cleaner. I need a multi-purpose cleaner all around my house in every different room because we just, you know, you have a baby, you have a dog, you always need to clean. What I love about Grove Co., it's a biodegradable formula. It's made with 92% plant-based ingredients, no parabens, none of the bullshit, none of the scary stuff. I have a baby. I have a dog like, this is what I should be using. Grove has you covered with safe formulas and reliable packaging that never compromise on performance. So to check them out, go to grove.com slash not skinny today to get a free gift set worth up to $50 with your first order. Plus shipping is fast and it's free. Get started right now at grove g r o v e dot com slash not skinny. Grove dot com slash not skinny to get a free gift set worth up to fifty dollars with your first order of sustainable products for your home. Wait, we have. I haven't asked you. Had you when you knew you were coming on the show? Did you catch up on Summer House? Did you watch a little?
1: Catch up. I watched like a few episodes at most, but I didn't know any of like the real background.
0: Babe, you know, like, I believe you, but do you know So how many people say they didn't watch and like watched?
1: I know. And people come to me now and they're like, oh, yeah, like, I don't watch a show. But like, what's going on with like Sierra <laughs> or whatever? And I'm like, OK, so you obviously do watch a show. I, yeah, you know, to be casted, you have to have opinions. So, yes, yeah. I watched some of the show. You watched um, some of the show. But I didn't. I like I've I've never seen the first even three seasons. I think I watched like two of season four and two of season five and called yeah. it day. Oh my god! Yeah, because I remember I asked Amanda on the first weekend. I was like, "Is it a problem when like Kyle doesn't answer your calls?" And she was like, "Yeah, because he cheated on me." And she said it very matter of fact. And I was like. Oh, like
0: (laughs) yeah, it should be common knowledge. I mean, that's it makes me a little sad because a lot of times I wonder about the relationship, like how much could have been maybe it could have been better if it like wasn't on camera. But what was it like for you to be in the house and see those moments and be part of, you know, some of those fights?
1: I mean, obviously, it doesn't feel good. I think even the vibe after the first night of our summer for us was very awkward. And I remember walking down to breakfast that morning, like what happened? Cause I went to bed knowing that Amanda was getting dressed to go try to find Kyle. And so I, I remember I told Paige and Sierra, like, I think she's about to try to get an Uber and go, but maybe someone should go with her. But I didn't think that it was me to do that. I just met her like 10, <laughs> not even like five hours ago. So then I went to bed and then I woke up in the morning and like, everyone's eating toast. And I just like the eyes and the vibes. I was like, something happened and I'm not aware of it. And then Carl's like, Carl, Carl comes in. He's like, who's suitcases outside?
0: Oh my <laughs> God.
1: Like, oh my God. What the fuck happened? So I think that set the tone. I obviously heard from Amanda in that situation. I went to the brewery. Kyle talked all about it. And I think that I was just like, oof, like, I'm very happy to be single. Like it kind of brought me back to some of the things I've experienced. And I was like very, very happy to not have to deal with that again.
0: Yeah. And then you had, I think, yeah, the girls had that conversation outside with Amanda and there was crying. I don't remember if yeah. you were crying in the convo. I did cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So because I think, cause you were saying like, cause you ended up not getting married at the end Correct. of the day. And you were yeah. speaking as someone with experience on being engaged and not getting married because you knew it wasn't right? Like, how strongly were you feeling? Like, I want to, like, I want to share my story with her so she can make the most educated decision.
1: To me, it was important. And we weren't saying like, don't get married, but maybe like, if you guys are having this many issues, like one month before the wedding, maybe you need some time to like sort some things out. But also if, they were not to sort something out, like showing I'm living proof. Like you can break up from an engagement and like and look I'm great. Still standing. Yeah. Like here I am. So I kind of and I feel like breakups in general are just so overwhelming. You're like, what am I gonna do? Where am I gonna live? Like, where am I like, you know, all these things. How where am I gonna work? That would be impact, like that would be a factor in, in right, the situation. So I was just trying to tell her that, you know, you can do whatever is best for you. And either way, like there are ways to be happy in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the wedding but, was beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. It was a lot of fun, too. It was, it a, lot was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. So speaking of fun, and we know how much everyone drinks, what's your like, what's how are <laughs> you with drinking? Like when you came into the house, were you like, I got this? I can because you, I you, have
1: like a very high tolerance for alcohol. Mm-hmm.
0: But like, what's your usual? You say your Tequila. homebody. No. Oh. <laughs> Okay, summer house. You're ready for the show. No, I meant because I think you describe yourself as a homebody. You like to stay at home, blah, blah, blah. So was it overwhelming to be in the summer house doing themed parties every week, dressing yeah. up, drinking jello shots? Like how did you deal with that?
1: Honestly, the drinking part was not overwhelming for me. It mm-hmm. was like the consistent socialization that I'm mm-hmm. not used to because I do, I while I am like introverted. I do like to go out and have a good time, but you know, that's like once or twice a week. And this was happening like four days in a row type of thing. So it's yeah. like, you know, I can't keep up with all of this. So there are times like after the beach, even I was like, I'm going to take a nap. And I think I just sat there with my eye mask and was like breathing like, Oh my God. Cause now I know I had to go back and like socialize again. And yeah, that was the hardest part. and the themed
0: parties you're down with themes and dressing up
1: i didn't love all of our themes but yeah i think that i think costumes are fun i think that like it gets everyone in a good mood and like brings some sense of unity so like yeah i'm like i'm 30 i don't think i'll be dressing up in costumes like much longer in my (laughs) life so like i'm going to take advantage of that now
0: yeah no yolo baby Okay, so I do want to talk a little bit about what you're doing now and your business and everything like that. But before that, I want to ask you, Maya, would Mm -hmm. you go back for another season?
1: God, that's like the hot question of the week. I think in a way that I think I would. I think I would. Okay. I think that I've learned that I'm somewhat attracted to toxicity and that's why I would go back because I think that honestly the FOMO would be so overwhelming that yeah. I would just be depressed all summer and be yeah. like, what do I do? Like, I don't know. also
0: why not? Like why I have not? constant
1: weekend plans. Like, yeah, but why not? I think that it could be fun. I'm a little bit hesitant just because our reunion was a little bit of a shit show, mm. which you'll see and left things like very unsolved at, Or, like, everything just kind of still in the air, like, no, no resolve really. So, I think that it would be a very interesting first month in the house. But, Mm. I mean, I'm here for it.
0: (laughs) Now you're in, babe. Now 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 I
1: know what the craziness is. Like, I remember watching, like, the first time at that dinner when Lindsay, our first dinner, Lindsay was getting upset at the table. I was like, I don't. I don't understand like what is happening.
0: Oh my God. And right. When she was getting upset that like people were just asking her questions. Like if she's single or not. Right. And I
1: was like, oh, is this is like every question going to be a no, problem?
0: I would love to be. I mean, that's just so funny. Again, like being in that situation, being like, wait, what what happened?
1: What, yeah. Why and I was like, wait, I'm the one that asked the question. Like, is she upset with me? Like, <laughs> is this not something you ask? Oh, my God. Yeah. But now I understand the crazies and they're my family. And now you're in
0: it and win it. No, I love
1: that. I'll have to get a little bit more flavor in my gum before next season.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Reality TV, a lot of times could be, I mean, just for fun, whatever. But also it could help you. you know, leverage other shit that you're
1: doing, which is the main reason I did it. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. That's the main reason you went into it from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So you have need, right?
1: Yeah, I have need. It's a cookie company, um, based here in New York city. I have a kitchen in Brooklyn and we produce mass amounts of cookies, especially thanks to the show, because (laughs) after it was featured in that one episode, I got bombarded with orders that is amazing. Which I'm super grateful for. And it allowed me to I stopped taking orders for about a month just to catch up. And now I'm initiating and this is always the plan drops of cookies. So you'll start seeing cookie drops next week. And it's like this is a certain amount of cookies that we're making. Either you get them or you don't. Kind of like a merch drop, but cookies. Yeah, like a merch drop or I referenced like a Beyonce album drop if you yeah. want. So that's, that's the new format and that's what we're doing. And we have a wait list of over 10,000 people right now. So oh I'm like,
0: God, Maya, that's
1: amazing. Good. It's still very overwhelming, but it's like, it's a great problem to have. Is it your cookie recipe? Yeah. Every. It's funny. My mom, I was at home last week. She was like, whose recipe is this? I was like, <laughs> do you think that I'm just producing cookies like off of someone else's recipe and making money off of it? Mom, like what? <laughs> And she was oh, like, oh, I don't know. I just figured you found it in a book. I was like, that's not how this works. So yeah, it is it is my recipe. It is your recipe. <laughs> They're all my recipes, yeah. Oh, first of all, I
0: need to taste. So like if I place, okay, so if you want to buy them, you wait for mm-hmm. a drop.
1: You'll get an email. You sign up for the wait list. You wait mm-hmm. for a drop. You'll get an email that's dropping. And then like at a certain time, it's not going to be like dropping right now. It's going to be like dropping in six hours or whatever. Yeah. Set your alarm, do whatever you want to do. And then- log on right on that time, order your is, cookies.
0: Is it a box? Is there it's like a, a, box. A, it's a box? It's a
1: box of 12 and all different flavors, but you cannot modify the box.
0: I love that. I don't like options. Tell me what to do.
1: Yeah. No options anymore. Like it's just too much.
0: So right now you have the need, everyone go check out the need and keep your eyes out for a drop. And they also, how do they describe you on the show? Restaurant consultant?
1: Yeah. Which I'm not doing anymore because I'm so busy with the need. Um, oh wow. But before that, I was helping restaurants basically with all their startup necessities. So whether it's like becoming more efficient, hiring staff, Mm. learning a schedule that makes sense for food costs and for labor costs, all of those things is what I used to do. But I honestly haven't consulted since like. December or something like that. And you also so
0: you went to culinary school and -hmm. you're
1: baking, which
0: is like a different thing. I know, which is
1: like, yeah, it is. I don't it, know why I went to savory school when I ended up baking, but like here we are. Did you just connect with them more because you like it more? I've always baked a ton. Like since I was little, I used to bake cakes. I had a cake business at like seven or eight. My parents put all the money down. I made a 100% profits. The best type of business to have. <laughs> the best type of business. But I don't, I think I just wanted to feel well-rounded when I went to culinary school. I was always like, this is something I want to do in my life. I'm going to do it come hell or high water. And once I did it, it was honestly the happiest time of my life being in culinary school. It's Mm. so much fun, but I wish I took a few more pastry classes.
0: Wait, so was culinary school your college? Like instead of going No, to college? I went to college and then I went to culinary school. Oh, uh, I was gonna be like, You're so lucky you knew exactly what you wanted to do and you didn't I you know. did
1: know what I wanted to do, but my I went to prep school and like a prestigious prep boarding school. My parents were like, You're not going to culinary school. We you were I was there for twelve years or thirteen years, and she was like, We just my mom we just spent all this money. Going Where did to you go college, to school? Milton Academy.
0: Where is that? Milton, Massachusetts. Oh, and did you grow up in Massachusetts?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in the Boston area. So you,
0: you, yeah. I mean, you felt like you needed to have like a real degree or your parents did. Got you. Yeah. I did that. I mean, honestly. Well, waste of your money, parents, because she's doing (laughs) food.
1: You know what I mean? I know. And like, I'm now it's successful, which is amazing. So it's like, it's the best, like I told you so in a way.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy to see you shine. You are gorgeous and you're Thank kind you. and you're sweet and you were a delicious gum that you just want to keep chewing and the flavor stays and stays in your mouth. <laughs> and um starting to sound sexual. And I'm so happy that you came on Maya. Oh, and this I can't is wait so to see so much fun. I love
1: everything you do. I'm you're literally so obsessed with you. I have to tell you very quickly that my friend Nina would kill me if I didn't mention her because she <laughs> is like determined to like break up your marriage and marry you <laughs> <laughs> She's been talking about you for years and oh I'm my like, God you yeah. that's so cute so that's how I actually first discovered you through Nina so thank you to Nina Shout out to Nina is she in New York
0: or in Massachusetts she's
1: in Denver actually
0: well tell Nina when she comes to New York we could three of us go out to drinks yeah thank you Maya I <laughs> okay. love you you're thank gorgeous you. Kind of hate you, you for that you. but you know. <laughs>